0: Love, talk Radio. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. Another exciting week. All kinds of news. Some new, some different. The tornado, is a big deal in Kentucky and several other states. Uh, so many things happening out there. Uh, I'm more comfortable with what is happening now than I was under Trump. All bad things, even now, all heavy, but seem to be matters that can be reasonably worked out, attended to. I'm not concerned with a war with Russia. I don't think it will ever be. They can't afford to have a war. Uh, I mean, we would break them financially. They're in trouble financially now. They depend on us, actually, for their cash flow. On the other hand, the only way they could possibly beat us is if... China joined with Russia, which is a possibility and not a probability because China's biggest customer for the sale of their manufactured goods is the United States. They're going to cut off trade with us. And the other thing is, we are China's biggest debtor, creditor, debtor. We owe China so much money in the billions, trillions, I don't know what it is uh we'll never be able to pay them back but if we have a war with them it's going to be screw you charlie we ain't ever going to pay you back and they're not going to want to take that hit so everybody's going to negotiate we're going to be diplomats every all three countries and things will get worked out i sincerely feel that way now we got a lot of places to go tonight we're going to go obviously we're going to start with mayfield kentucky Washington, D.C., Wisconsin, Italy, Sandy Hook, New Jersey, Sandy Hook, Newton, Connecticut, Marathon, Florida, Key West, Israel, and New York. Okay, let's start with Mayfield, Kentucky. I must admit, 48 hours ago, I knew nothing about tornadoes. I still don't know much, but I know more than I did uh, Prior to two 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 days ago, uh, I know all about hurricanes. I think all about. It. I know enough about hurricanes. I spent thirty years there, with everyone in T.S. worrying if this hurricane is going to hit us, and then you follow them, and over the years you develop a basic knowledge as to uh, hurricanes. But tornadoes? Who the hell ever had to go through a tornado? And but this one is such magnitude. So let me talk a little bit about it. I wrote about Mayfield this morning in my blog, and I must admit I had a couple of errors. I had rushed so much to prepare the material that I screwed up a couple of times, and it was brought to my attention in the comment section of my uh, blog. I spent several hours today reading up on tornadoes, and I believe that everything I'm going to present tonight is accurate. So let's start this way. Uh, Andrea Mitchell, Andrea Mitchell, on her show yesterday, uh, her guest was Pro. What the hell is his name? Michael man. Michael Mann. He's a professor at Penn State University. He is titled a distinguished professor of atmospheric science. He is one of the United States experts on hurricanes. And here's what he had to say about the hurricane that hit Mayfield, Connecticut. He estimated it was three hundred miles per hour. Now that's pretty big, you know. We have a we have a, a a category five hurricane. It's total wipeout. Like they had in Mayfield. Uh everything down, flat like a pancake. Uh but their hurricane, he estimated, at 300 miles per hour. Now, let me share this with you. Hurricanes and tornadoes are classified differently or labeled differently. As we know, hurricanes go from a Category 1 to a Category 5, 5 being the worst, 150 miles per hour plus, Uh, whereas hurricanes are on the Fugita, F-U-G-I-T-A scale. And it's F1, F2, F3, F4, F5. F1 through 5. Nothing after 5 right now. And an F5 is not 150 miles an hour. An F5 is 261 to 318 miles per hour. That's big. 261 to 318 miles per hour. There is no F6. Experts in the field say there should be a six because today, for whatever reason, there is more intensity to the tornadoes. But the experts, the professionals, like Professor Mann say, no, let's hold it at F5 and everything above that is a disaster, truly just like a uh, category five hurricane. Now, this is what's interesting. Professor, distinguished Professor Mann said on uh, Andrea Mitchell's show, 300 miles per hour. Uh, now, what does that mean, 300 miles per hour? Well, it means this, that there is debris. It means everything goes flat, just about everything's flat. And as you can see on the Internet, most buildings are down. There's some sidewalls holding up. But it's been total destruction on a certain path. Uh, going through the heart of Mayfield. Mayfield has been wiped out from what I I have been able to gather. Uh, Now, the debris from a 300-mile-per-hour tornado will drive debris 35,000 feet into the air. Placing everything in proper perspective, 35,000 feet up in the air is where commercial airlines fly. They fly at the 35,000-foot level. Yes, it could happen. You know, a car might get up there, a piece of a roof. Who the hell knows? And there's an airplane accident. I would assume they get the planes off the roof before the the tornado hits, but who knows if this is possible. Uh, So it's pretty bad. Uh, And 300 miles per hour is pretty good couple of things i've learned uh we measure a hurricane by its speed when it is coming over us you know if it's it's a five and it's 150 miles an hour it's 150 miles an hour when it goes over key west whereas and i can't answer this for you i couldn't find it it's in there but i researched so much i couldn't go any further today uh whereas a tornado is not measured when it goes over it is measured sometime thereafter now don't ask me how and don't ask me why i don't know but it's not measured till after it's passed so we will find out uh precisely whether it was 300 miles per hour or less uh, some uh weather experts have said it was like 200 uh, miles per hour 250 miles per hour 150 to to 300 miles per hour someone added it 361 miles per hour or something you don't know but i'm just saying that's about that's the best 300 miles per hour is terrific it's an f5 five thousand feet up in the air now we can understand why those buildings went down quickly uh now Interesting. Isn't that interesting? Let's see what else I've got here in my notes. that might be of some value to our conversation tonight. The one that hit Mayfield uh, is a, was a series of tornadoes. In fact, all these tornadoes in the six states it hit was not one tornado. It's a series of tornadoes. Like a community near Mayfield, they've already determined that 15 to 18 tornadoes hit consecutively, one right after another, over that community. So it's a lot of smaller ones that turn into one big one when they are all put together and this particular tornado that went over mayfield kentucky i don't know where it started i don't know where it ended but they said it was 200 miles long can you imagine it just keeps going and going and going and doesn't lose its speed all right that's interesting now uh some woman was interviewed on tv today from Mayfield, and she said our town is gone. And they showed pictures; the town is gone. And uh, she said it looked they have, apparently have some nursing homes, and she was able to see some nursing homes as the tornado began to pass over. She wasn't sheltered where and, uh, and safely she should have been, and she said she saw the nursing homes being shredded, shredded. Very, very scary. So that's the info I've got on Mayfield and the tornadoes. Uh, I hope I've been helpful in sharing some newfound information by me with you. Now let's talk about Rand Paul, United States Senator. And where's Rand Paul from? The state of Kentucky. Now you've seen him on television. I, I consider him a pompous ass not because he's a Republican, he's a pompous ass. He's a doctor by education, an ophthalmologist, he's an eye nice surgeon, but he gave up the practice to be a politician many years ago. He's been in the Senate for 10 or more years, uh, Republican. He's just contrary. Some people are just miserable, contrary people. And perfect example, he's always on Dr. Fauci's ass. Whenever Fauci has to testify before some committee he's sitting on, he is so accusatory, tells Fauci he doesn't know what he's talking about. COVID isn't dangerous. Coronavirus is not a problem. It's going to pass. Yes, he's part of that group. And, and he keeps saying, you don't know what you're talking about. In fact, he was so upset with some answer Fauci gave. I, don't, I forget what it was about. Some I thought it was minor. But but, uh, Rand disagreed with Fauci's response and recommended, recommended to the Justice Department that he be indicted for lying under oath. So you can see the type of guy this is now or he is. Now, let me say this in the last ten years. We have many, many, we have had many, many natural disasters. We had Sandy Hook, New Jersey, Puerto Rico, Hurricane Harvey in Texas, Irma who could I can't forget Irma. I'll never forget Irma, but we've had Irma. And each time the government is called upon, the federal government, because only the federal government can handle a natural disaster, uh, has been called upon to provide support immediately. For, and it starts with dollars. They need financial support. And each time he has voted against sending dollars, federal dollars, to help the people suffering because of this major natural disaster, whether it be a hurricane or whatever else, Uh now, he's in a state that's had a major tornado, major natural disaster. He has never voted to support, always been against. And what do you think happened yesterday? No problem. He wrote a letter to President Biden and said, you must help my state. We've had a terrible disaster. Uh, he wrote to Biden, I, and I quote, ask that you move expeditiously to approve appropriate resources for my state two-faced he did but his state needs the money and he should they should get it and i hope he's learned from this what he wanted to do in the past 10 years was a disaster he wanted to take money already appropriated by the house of representatives only the house can appropriate money they create the money they fund something and for example uh Trump had a lot of money appropriated by the House of Representatives for defense on the southern border. Now we are in Afghanistan. The war is costing a lot of money. Trump needs more money. He doesn't go to the House of Representatives and ask for more money. What he does is he moves some of the money that was supposed to go into building the wall, allocated for it, and just moves it to the fund that's taking care of the Afghanistan war. Our laws permit the president to borrow from Peter to pay Paul, but Paul never pays back. That's the problem with these things. Uh, and that's what he wanted to do all the time. Well, that creates a lot of fear because all that money that's generally appropriated for another, another reason has had supporters in the Congress. And it was needed for that reason. Uh, and only a Donald Trump with his devious means would get away with it. But this is what Rand Paul wanted to do. You can't do it that way. It takes forever. Uh, just, the man didn't understand, and he should have understood then, because he understands now people without homes, water, electricity, food. Uh, you need the dough, the help, right away to get things done, okay? Okay it's that simple people are suffering they need help today i hope rand paul learned we're going to hear more about this i'm sure i remember when it was sandy hook new jersey terrible terrible uh hurricane went through and chris christie who was governor at the time went crazy he was yelling and screaming on tv how can rand paul say we should not get this money we need it and he said in effect i still remember He better watch out, because someday he's going to need this kind of assistance, and maybe then he'll understand. Well, that's the story with Rand Paul. Let me talk about Mark Meadows. He's in the news so much, former congressman, chief of staff uh, to President Trump. Uh, my, My comments about him are going to be simple. Meadows does not appear very bright, and from what I read, he's purportedly not a bright man looks good but doesn't have that much upstairs in any event he was picked by uh trump to be chief of staff because he was always doing trump's bidding in congress he was a trump person and that that's the way it goes well i don't think he's very bright either he's and i'm serious about what i'm going to say either he's stupid or his lawyer's stupid or they're both stupid And why do I say that? Because every time Mark Meadows opened his mouth this week, he buried himself even further. You don't have to be a lawyer to see what was happening. I don't know where the hell the guy's going, but he lies and lies and lies. And all he's doing is digging his own grave. All right. Senator Ron Johnson, you always see Senator Ron Johnson on television. He is the Republican Senator from Wisconsin, and he's always standing behind Mitch McConnell who, when he's making a statement over television or when President Trump was doing something, he's one of trump's people and he's been in, he's been in the Senate quite a while well here's the story on this <laughs> I'm laughing. I can't help it. I'm sorry. He said uh, in the past few days that, well, let me start this way so I can put a really proper perspective. You recall Trump and Clorox? He said we should inject ourselves with Clorox. It'll kill the bug right away, go right to the lungs, wipe out the problems. And he had some bureaucratic a uh, person, a subordinate, sitting there uh, as one of his experts. And he turned to him, I remember, and said, and hey, wouldn't that be good, and maybe even drinking it would help. And the guy just smiled, uh, and that was the end of the drinking. But he wanted us to inject ourselves. Right away, medical authorities said, no way. You could get, you could die. And a number of people did inject themselves, in, oh, and some drank it. <laughs> and they did die or they got very sick now comes senator ron johnson this past weekend he, i'm laughing i can't believe a man of his education his stature in the, in the senate could buy this crap he says what you've got to do he says what you got to do in order to kill coronavirus is use more listerine he didn't say inject the Listerine in the mouthwash. He didn't see, and he says you can use any mouthwash really, but he talked about Listerine. You don't have, you don't drink it, you don't inject it. Just use the mouthwash more often because it kills the bacteria in the coronavirus. Okay, <clears throat> And that's why you have good breath afterwards, uh, and that's the way it should be done. Uh, I can't believe it. Because a mouthwash such as Listerine has nothing to do with killing the uh, COVID nineteen virus. Uh, it's not supported by medical science. Uh, let's see. I read somewhere that standard gargle mouthwash has been proven has has been proven not to kill the coronavirus. If you get it you may reduce... No, this is what Johnson was saying. I'm sorry, I'm reading my wrong notes here. He said, standard gargoyle moss has been proven to kill the coronavirus. If you get it, you may reduce the viral infection. Well, the problem, as has been said by Listerine as far back as 2020, and another major mouthwash manufacturer, both said has nothing to do with bacteria. Coronavirus is a virus, not bacteria. And mouthwash, this is on their website. Go look at uh, Listerine's website. Mouthwash uh, is effective, okay, against bacteria and not the virus. Now, and they, they did it this way Uh It's a a long word, antimicrobial is what is in mouthwash, or what it is, and they are designed to fight bacteria, not virus. So that's the story there, but Johnson said Listerine. These guys are brilliant. They're making our laws. No wonder this country is so screwed up, and it's primarily on the Republican side. I'm sorry. Show me, start naming me, except for Joe Manchin, who he thinks a flaming nut, start naming me the nuts on the Democratic side like a Senator Johnson. Right? Very simple. Now, I have felt during uh, Jan- the January 6th situation that there had to be big money behind the, what happened on January 6th. Where did all these people come from? They had to come on a bus, an airplane, car needs gasoline, they take the railroads. Who's paying their tickets? Who's paying their way? What about the hotels and motels they have to sleep in? Who's paying for that? What, what? I'm laughing, but it's true. Think about it. The people over there don't have that kind of money. Uh, who's going to pay for the food? Okay. Who's going to pay for the booze? Who's going to be paying for the pot? <laughs> All right. Well... I'll tell you one person who was a big contributor. Her name is Julie Fancelli. Julie Fancelli's father founded Publix. Julie Fancelli, now 72, is a Publix heiress. She's filthy rich. She gives money to anything and everything. And it's already been established through whatever paperwork was given, uh, thus far to the Congressional Committee looking at January 6th. In the eight days immediately prior to January 6th, she donated $650,000 to the cause in three separate, three separate donations. One for 200000 one for 300000 one to 150000 It went to people like the state, uh, party express women for america first and money to help the organizers with the ellipse all right and she also is given money in that same time frame in addition to a to this ellipse group is an offshoot of the Republican Attorneys General Association, and you notice how many Republican state attorney generals have joined—in I think it's 27 or 30—in this lawsuit against Biden. Uh, so, she, um, her, her, uh, her family's unhappy with her. Her brother-in-law, Barry Barnett, said, Julie, and I quote, Julie is one of the finest people I know, and I am sorry she got tied up with this guy. Who's this guy? This guy is Alex Jones, well-known nationally, better known on the West Coast. He has his own uh, TV talk show. He is big with conspira- conspiracy theories, uh, and she, she's one of his people. She listens to him. She loves this guy, uh, and that's the way it is. She claimed following January 6th, and when it came out publicly about the 650,000, she said she would never support violence, okay? She did not support it before, and when it happened on January 6th, what do I know? Uh, Her family and friends, besides her brother-in-law, said she has become obsessed with the right-wing conspiracy theorist Alex Jones uh, and his show Infoware, InfoWars, InfoWars, okay? Now, she also has spent money, and they have this committee now, this congressional committee. It may have been from Meadows paperwork. That's 600,000 600, pages or something. Uh, there is a communication between her and Jones, this Alex Jones that somehow got in Meadows Papers, uh, between 1227 and 01-01, uh, asking Jones, she went to Jones before she sent the money, how she could support Jones' efforts to overthrow Trump's election loss. Now, she was going to go to Washington for the January 6th event. And uh, she was set to travel there. She had reservations at the Willard Hotel, where all the big monkey mucks were planning this 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 day and this event were staying. Uh, and she planned on attending the rally that she had helped to fund, but at the last minute, canceled the trip because of the COVID nineteen epidemic, which was she claimed surging. Uh, Today, yesterday rather, yesterday, a very sad day in American history, a very sad day. Sandy Hook Elementary School in the state of Connecticut, 20 first graders and six teachers shot and killed. Newton, Connecticut's where Sandy Hook is. And you know what's interesting? Everything should have happened to the NRA as a result of that. New gun laws should have come out right away. How can you not? do something to change the climate and the way things are happening in this country, when you see 26-year-old kids shot to death by someone who came into a school and killed them. Uh, I don't know, but yesterday was the 20th anniversary. We love animals in the Keys. We love fish. We do. I've never seen anything like this. Uh, And turtles get special attention here. You've heard me talk many times, and I'm sure many of you are familiar with the Turtle Hospital. World famous, full-time medical staff, doctors, nurses, and it's in Marathon. And turtles who get sick all over the world with some strange problem or even a common problem that can only be solved by our Marathon Turtle Hospital are flown, the turtles, to the Marathon Turtle Hospital. Well, Cape Cod's always a problem this time of the year. The water's very cold up there, and turtles get cold-stunned. That's the word, cold-stunned. And if you leave them there, they're going to die because they can't handle the cold. Uh, so what happened is 20 of them were flown this past week, four days ago, actually. First, they were transported from Cape Cod to the New England Aquarium in Boston to be prepared for the flight from Boston to Marathon, which was by the, there's 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 an airline called Turtles Fly Too, and they fly turtles all over the world to be taken care of. These are, people love turtles, want to help turtles. And they're here now, and they're being cared for, and they'll be here for several months. The treatment will involve over several months, broad-spectrum antibiotics, fluids, vitamins, and a healthy diet, and they will remain in water tanks set at all times at seventy five degrees Fahrenheit. DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, a crazy man, a, a fascist. He's no but he's worse than Trump, I believe, and due course he will prove himself worse than Trump. And he told us last week here in Florida he was creating a civilian military civilian military answerable only to him. It's legal. It's in some states. But they don't use it. So People presume down here that he's establishing his own military, a private army that will be used to enforce totalitarianism. That's a big word down here. People say. Uh, he's involved in totalitarianism. He's going to want to take over the state and this military will help him because the military a civilian military is only answerable to the governor, not to the federal government. Whereas the national guard is answerable to the state until the federal government activates them. Then they're the answer to the federal government. Well, that's the show for this week, folks. Uh, It's, it's been my pleasure to be with you again. I love doing the show, and I, I love chatting with you, and I love your comments that come back. Uh, I wish you a good night, a good week, and look forward to next week's broadcast, which will be the last one before Christmas. Good night, my friends.